welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And as always, go Utes. everybody welcome to the utah football fans podcast another week my name's Bryn. i'm here with gary and james and man oh man there's been so much going on this week i kind of felt like we were going to be able to take a breather take some time off in january but no there's been so much news going on hello to everybody in the chat if you are here please make sure you like this video we'd love that thumbs up Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Make sure you're following us on all our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And again, make sure you're subscribed. You hit the notification button because you never know when we're going to go live and do these episodes when there's tons of breaking news going on. If you're here in the chat, we want to hear from you how you're feeling about everything that's happened. We'd love a super chat or a super thanks. Big thank you to our sponsor, Thomas Orthodontics. Make sure you look him up at thomasortho.com. He does amazing work. We love Dr. Thomas. We love his support of the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Look him up at thomasortho.com. Okay, so to start, I just wanted to like run through some of the things that have happened over the last week, and then we're going to go back and talk about a few of them, if not all of them. So our last episode was last Tuesday. We talked about the championship game. So within that week, there's been significant Utah news, which of course we will talk about. Players coming back, um, some major transfer portal guys. So we're going to talk about those. Then you've got huge shakeups in college football and NFL. Pete Carroll gets fired. Nick Saban retires. Bill Belichick gets fired. Kalen DeBoer hired at Alabama. Jed Fish then hired at Washington. And now today, the latest is, and James, you got to tell me his name. I don't remember what his name is, hired at Arizona. Uh, Brent Brennan is his name. Out of He came from the San Jose State, is now the Arizona head coach. Brent Brennan. So that's the latest just of today. I'm maybe I'm even missing things. Those were like the massive news stories just over this last week. It's kind of been insane to see what's going to pop up each day. <laughs> so and, far, did I miss anything? Or well, I know that... Harbaugh is interviewed with the uh, Chargers. Uh huh. I was actually surprised they said that on one of the broadcasts yesterday that he had interviewed with the Chargers. I don't know. That just surprised me. The Chargers announced it on their Twitter page. It's oh, weird. Did? It's like a new thing. Yeah, they announced that they interviewed Harbaugh yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And then today, Belichick interviewed with the Falcons. Who did? Who did? Billy. Billy, Billy uh, Bill Belichick Check? interviewed with the, with the Falcons. Yeah, he'll, he'll interview at a bunch of places, though. So, <clears throat> yeah. See, that's so interesting. So, yeah, none, yeah. Of, none of this is over. There's still going to be breaking news every day, but we had to get on, talk about all these different things. So let's start with all the Utah news because there's big ones. 
I mean, huge news. Keithy's coming back. Brant Keithy, if you hadn't heard, if you're living under a rock, he <laughs> is coming back. You know, this was kind of the one I think so many of us were waiting on to hear from him what he was going to do. He missed all last season. Same with Cam because of an injury. So I really didn't know what to expect from him. I, I could have seen it going either way, but I mean, this is massive to add him to the roster for next year. But what are your thoughts on when you heard heard the news? Well, I yeah, think it's massive. Still... It's massive. Yeah. I'm I for some reason I had no reason. I don't know why I thought this, but I, I didn't think he was coming back for for quite a while there, but uh but I'm pleasantly surprised in some ways, but very pleased because he was the guy. And then he gets hurt, and then Kincaid took, you know, made the best of it, and he's doing fantastic in the league. But, look, we've got at least an all-conference guy now at tight end, and he's more he's more wide receiver type. He's not the so much the blocking tight end type. So we, you've got the that hybrid type guy. So I'm excited, and he's, you know, he's a five-star guy. In that position, and yeah, I think it's gonna, it's, it's massive for us. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. It's it's huge. I think that it's kind of the one piece that we've all been been waiting on, right? I, I was really hopeful. Uh, I had no insight what, one way or another. I just kind of felt the the longer that it went, the the better I felt about it, right? Because the draft's coming, you got to declare all that sort of stuff. I think it's huge. I'm I'm right there with you, Gary. I think that it's a guy that Cam has such chemistry with, right? They've played together for so long. To have a guy come back that you know you can trust. And, and don't forget, he was our tight end one, yeah. right? Yeah. Nate's yeah. now in the league catching touchdowns from Josh Allen on Sunday night, right? And he was our tight end two. So you got Keithy coming back, who is our tight end one with the guys behind him. He's been off a whole year, so... Let's hope he's completely healthy coming back. That's huge. It's fantastic news. Um, you know, considering some of the guys that we lost, I think that would have been a huge loss. If we lost him as well, I know we added a bunch of guys that we'll talk about, but I'm thrilled. I think it's fantastic. So he did. Uh, here's the other side of it, uh, or another piece to it, is we did get in the transfer po- uh, portal. Uh, is it Carson mm-hmm. Ryan? Is that his name yeah. from UCLA? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he's good. Yeah, he's really good. So we we already have King. Yeah. You know, he's a great receiving tight end. But now this guy, and I was listening to an interview by Coach Witt, and uh, he, uh, Carson Ryan is a different type of tight end. He's He's got good hands, but he's more what Kincaid was. He's a He can block as well. So now we've got two tight ends who can catch the ball. One guy is probably more physical, more of the blocking type tight end, and then you've got Keithy, the other type of tight end. So think about that matchup. If those two guys are on the field, plus some of the receivers that we have now, and you know, of course, rising at QB. Yeah, it's uh, man, it's exciting. I gotta say, I think it's great. I think you you mentioned it, the chemistry between Rising and Keithy. I mean, that's huge. That's something you can't yeah. you can't build that in one season. And so those guys know each other so well. They've played together for a few years. 
and the leadership of both of them. I mean, they were both voted captain last year, and then unfortunately neither of them could play the whole year. But they still, they hold that respect of the rest of the team. Cam, we know he absolutely does, but I think Keithy does too. So to have both of them coming back and leading these young guys, some of these transfer guys, just bringing them into the fold, it it is. It's massive. We're very lucky that he's coming back. Um, notable transfers that we've had over the last <laughs> week. Dorian Singer, wide receiver from USC. USC, we talk about all the time, the <laughs> USC receivers. And now he's here. Dorian mm -hmm. Singer from USC. Tayshawn Lyons, wide receiver from Washington. Another massive get. And then there's been a couple defensive players in, over the last week. This guy from Stanford, who's a safety. Gilman is his last name. Mm -hmm. um, guy named Vaughn. He's a defensive end. And then, you know, all the other ones that have come before. But the the two wide receiver transfers from this last week, those are massive. The, that's kind of, that's the position we, we really have needed, right? Yeah, well, Dorian Singer, I think probably most people realize it, but he was at Arizona two years ago. And he was right. all conference. Yep. I mean, his yeah. stats, I, I have his stats around. Look up his stats when he was at Arizona. The guy was fantastic. So then he transferred to USC, was underutilized last year. But he's a legit, I think, anyway, number one receiver. He adds so much to our room. I mean, think about it, though. So you get Singer and Lyons, who, when you consider, I think he's a redshirt freshman, too. Uh, coming from Washington, I, I believe he came out as a four-star recruit, but the guys he had to, you know, sit behind on that receiver yeah. core that Washington had, he wasn't going to see the field. So now he comes to Utah, all of that talent. But then, I mean, we already have, who do we have, Money Parks? Um, oh, the big guy. McLean. Yeah, McLean. McLean. Um. I'm just saying, when you so you could those guys in our our wide receiver core, and then our tight ends. The whole receiving core is looking really, really good. This is the hard part about about the transfer portal, right? Like for the last what three months, I've done nothing but crap all over the, the transfer portal, how much I hate it. And then you get guys like this in and you're like, oh, it's the greatest thing in the world because my team just got a whole lot better, right? I'm not dumb enough to, to, to sit here and not realize what a hypocrite I am when it comes to this because yeah, my team just got a whole lot better. And that makes me really, really happy. Um, you're, at, you least know, I mean, you at least you admit it, James. I'll admit it. Look, I, this is- But you're is not being a hypocrite. You have to play the you have to play the cards we've all been dealt. It look it sucks because the, the guy comes in, he puts on the the drum and feather, and all of a sudden he's your guy, right? He's your guy, and then you see him leave and go to another school, and you, you, it's like the, you take it personal for some reason. And then another guy comes in, and you're like, oh, yeah, now that's my guy. It's stupid, right? But I am I am thrilled when I saw that we were getting a singer to come. I couldn't honestly, I couldn't believe it. Gary, you're exactly right. He went to Arizona. He was a three-star talent, went to Arizona. And there's the story when Arizona played USC. There's the story where Singer was lighting him up. And Caleb Williams said to his staff, he's, he admits saying this, 
during the offseason, we're going to go get that guy. He says that. That's the talent level of this guy that Caleb Williams wanted him, and they did. They went out and they got him to go to USC, and now he's coming here. Go look him up. Go look up some of his catches. Oh, he's I mean, he, he, he arguably is the, is the best wide receiver that we've had maybe ever. I mean, the, his, his talent level is incredible. And then, yeah, the kid from Washington. And you combine all of that with the guys that are coming back and then the guys that have already committed, plus outside the transfer portal, just the, the traditional basic building that Utah does. I think we're in a really good spot. Now, it all has to come together and mesh. Bryn, you're right. It doesn't happen overnight. I think that there's some schools that they try and get all these guys. I mean, look at USC last year, right? They had all the talent in the world. It doesn't come together. Well, it doesn't come together, and you're not great. So it has to come together. But on paper, wow, I, I couldn't be more excited from what I saw on Twitter the other day. It's going to say that together. much coming together it's Pittman I forgot I'm sorry it was Michael Pittman, Pittman. so we had oh, yeah he's Pittman right. Parks and McLean already in the room other guys that we have recruited and now you add these two guys just saying it look it's looking good and I honestly believe we will come together because of just because of the way Utah operates in a, this Let stable environment the overhyping begin let us all <laughs> You know, Amen. just start. We're just we're train. just kind of now we're all in tune with all this stuff. Utah fans, people in the chat and whatever. Utah just goes about their business in a quiet manner. They just go out and do mm-hmm. this and do that. Um, getting good talent that fits in with the culture of Utah. The pieces are starting to come together. But there's all, all this hype that you get from the other programs throughout the country. You know, some of it's I get, but some of it's just a bunch of hype. But you look at what Utah's doing incrementally, and there's going to still be some parts that get, are going to come in. Um, and it could end up to be a really, really good team. It always comes down to the lines, the O and D lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to Witt um, go through the offensive line, and he legitimately thinks we're going to have a, another great line. O-line, and then the defense, I think it's going to be great. The defensive line, we just have the, we just, we seem to have multiple dudes in the trenches, which is needed to win, and you and Utah just has a way of bringing guys in. So, if the trenches are good, you add the skill, uh, I, I don't know, I'm positive, very positive. Now, I listened to Witty, he said that, you know, after spring, of course, the portal opens up again, so... There's a chance you lose guys, you know, after spring ball once, you know, everything starts flushing out a little bit. Um, so we might lose some guys, maybe have to bring in some guys. Uh, but, I mean, look at the quarterback room right now. You, yeah. you, got, you got Cam <laughs> yeah. Wilson. Apparently he has some surgery coming up. Don't know. I don't yeah, know what it that. is. And then Rose is still here. And Witt says they want to have four QBs in the room, so we may need to. I, want, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> we may need to get somebody don't, else don't too. Don't even put that out there. Anyway, look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to overhype it. it. It's only January, and there's so much to go. But when you start seeing these pieces come together, uh, Corinne A. Reed is coming back. Yeah, yes. that's another one announced. He announced, yeah. and and Barton was going to be healthy. 
uh, I don't know. It, it's just, uh, and we've had a lot of guys get a lot of experience last year when the whole, you know, everything happened with all the injuries. Guys that probably wouldn't get the experience got it. Now they're they're prepared. Well, and one thing that we have is experienced coaching staff. <laughs> we'll start talking about the coaching carousel here now. But Utah, knock on wood, I'm knocking on every piece of wood I can find. We will be going into the season with very experienced coaching staff. I mean, Whittingham, the guy's been around for 20-plus years. Our coordinators, all of that right now. Don't anyone ever come for our Morgan Scally. I will... <laughs> I just can't. I can't even think about that. Hopefully they have that locked up because that man needs to stick around. But there's a lot of other teams that are dealing with, they're going to have their brand new coaching staffs. I mean, obviously the biggest headline in all of college football last week and pro and still now is Nick Saban retiring. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban, arguably probably the greatest college football coach of all time decided to retire. Were you surprised? Did you think this was coming? I was surprised. I, th I kind of thought he was just going to be one of those guys that just does it forever and ever and ever. I was surprised. I, I had not heard anything at all. I, I was very surprised, oh. to be honest with you, with that. Uh, I, honestly, it's, it's kind of weird because, you know, I've been we've been critical of Saban and Alabama and all that stuff, you know. From year to year, because you kind of get sick of the dynasties. Because let's let's, for me, if I'm going to be honest, Saban is the best college quarterback ever or uh, coach ever. How many how many championships? Six, five, six, he seven. Had six, I, I I believe. I'd have to double check if I think he had six. I mean, and then, but the reality is, every year, every mm -hmm. year, Alabama is in the mix for the national championship. Ever since Saban got it going. Uh, so props to him. I was surprised. And I honestly, I think I'm going to miss having Saban and the way he runs Alabama. You know, we're not up against them ever. It's just, you just get tired of seeing him in the final four. But having said all that, I, you you have to admire the guy. Dang, he is really a great coach and it's just going to change, uh, the I don't know, the whole atmosphere of college football without Saban at Alabama. That's a weird thing. Yeah, it is weird. And we, they corrected it. They had six at Bama and then one at LSU. So he's got a total okay. of seven, which is, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am 100% on board with you, Gary. I, I was surprised. I, I don't know. It's tough because I was really surprised. It, it took me off guard a little bit. But at this and at the same token, he's 72 years old. College football has changed so dramatically over the last couple of years. I mean, just what college football is now is three years ago, it's a world of difference, right? I mean, we know from personal stories, kids will walk into the coach and just be like, hey, how much are you going to pay me? That, that, that is the recruiting now. And they'll be like, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you know, school X is going to pay me this much. How much are you going to pay me? And, and I think that it's taken a lot on coaches. Uh, and again, guy's 72 years old. What more does he have to prove? Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I, the greatest greatest coach of all time. Um, we talked a lot of crap on him just because I got so tired of him winning. I really, really hope Mama takes a step back. I, I, I pray, I pray 
that DeBoer does not just walk in and pick up right where they left off and they're right. I, I, their fan base needs to come back down to reality a little bit. Um, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it, but it will be weird to, to not have Nick Saban coaching on the sidelines of Alabama. Who knows yeah. where he goes, if he ends up somewhere else or if he's broadcasting. I, think he's I don't done. know. Maybe, I think he's done. Maybe he's just fishing co- on a boat somewhere. With coaching. But- I think he's done. Yeah, no, he, I don't think you want. I think the the way college football has changed. He's seventy two. All yeah. the wins. He's the goat of coaches. Um. It's it, no. Just he's not going to come back he's coaching. Back, no, I think broadcasting. I could definitely see. He's already. He'll pop up on different interviews. Mm-hmm. Even when his team wasn't playing, he was at some of those games. Like as a broadcaster, I think they're going to do that. I even heard, and it's totally a rumor, and maybe it was totally false news, but they were going to replace Lee Corso with Saban. I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> on game day. Um, but, you know, I've listened to some SEC. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, Amy. We're going to miss saying know, that. Lovingly would call him Dick Saban. We can still call him that. <laughs> But no. out, of, out of respect, he's he's Nick tonight. Out of respect, yeah. out of respect, it's Nick, Nick Saban tonight. To you, Nicholas. But no, listening to some other broadcasters who are fans of other SEC teams, they are beyond thrilled. That, well, yeah. That Nick Saban is finally gone, and just the trash talk I was listening to some people say it's hilarious because they are just so excited to hopefully now be able to maybe compete with Alabama. I think they'll take a step back. I don't, you know, it's hard to walk in there as the brand new coach and just pick up. You can't pick up the dynasty of Alabama. I I don't see that happening, but I guess we'll see. That's a lot of pressure on DeBoer to walk in. I mean, you think about it. You're you're replacing the greatest college football coach of all of all time. That that's a lot of pressure. I, I can't imagine going in there because you're right. Like you walk in and you let's say. Let's say your first year you win eight games. You're already on the hot seat because it's Alabama. You win eight games. The next year you win nine games. Eight, you're you're out. Like it's it's crazy the expectations that they have down there because they are so used to just kicking everybody's butt and just every year stamping their ticket to the SEC championship game without even having to think about it. Well, th- that might change now. I think DeBoer can go do some great things. But man, it's it's crazy. It's it's really funny though. I've heard some whining coming out of out of Bama talking about how the transfer portal's not fair now because their coach is gone and all their guys are leaving and all this sort of stuff. Wah. Wah, Alabama. DeBoer's gonna be I Wah. we don't Cry. know. I think he's gonna be good. I think I think DeBoer I think he'll be fine. And you know, here's how I with DeBoer with DeBoer in this era, it's gonna take money. It's it's mm-hmm. all about the money. Even at Alabama, who can get paid? And you know, you got to have the cash. Well, all you have to do is have Saban. I'm mean, Saban is still going to be involved with, in interest in Alabama. Saban gives a few calls to say, "Yeah, we need some cash to support the program." They're going to have plenty of money. You know, who knows if DeBoer is going to succeed or not? But what you're, you know. I'm a little bit surprised by the hire, but DeBoer is a good coach. He has succeeded with in, at different levels, but with lesser talent within the levels he was playing, and he would always win. He comes into Washington and did what he did. 
you know, give him top tier talent across the board like he does and will get at Alabama, I think he'll do fine. But no one's Nick Saban. That's that's the problem. You could win 11 games and you'll be considered a loser when Saban's winning 12 every, every year and, you know, in the final four all the time. So that's the tough tough side of it. I think Alabama's going to be fine, though. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I my first instinct was that it was going to be Dan Lanning. I thought mm-hmm. that he was probably their number one guy to go to, and maybe he was. Um, I loved his little video that he put out on Twitter when he basically said, no, I'm staying at Oregon. I mean, I do like that guy. I am kind of glad we don't have to play him anymore. Um, but I do like Lanning. If I had to, that was my first thought is I thought they were going to go to Lanning. So DeBoer, they may have, they may have, they may have, um, I know Steve Sarkeesian was some of the, was another name that was thrown around. Maybe they went to him as well. I don't know. I kind of, I don't know where DeBoer was on the list, but I think it's good. I, DeBoer, he's a great coach. I think a lot of people forget that he did the same thing at Washington that Leak and Riley did at USC. They had USC and Washington had the same record. They was like four and eight or something like that. And in one year they turned it around to 10 and two. I might be a little off on those numbers, but it's something like that. And DeBoer did the same thing that Riley did at USC. And, but Riley gets talked about so much more, but look Mm -hmm. at DeBoer. He played in the national championship this year. So I don't know. I think it's going to take him a little bit to get his system going, to get the way he plays, obviously with the players and everything transferring and then who he's going to bring in. But it definitely it's shaking things up. It's going to be strange to see that different makeup of the SEC now. And then <laughs> Jed Fish is going to Washington now. <laughs> oh, man. The meltdown of Arizona fans this week. You know, I I feel your pain a little, not a little, I feel your pain because it was so reminiscent of Urban Meyer to, to Utah fans back in the day where he kept saying to Utah, no, I love it here, I'm sticking around, don't you worry, I'm going to stick around, and then he's gone. And seeing the meltdown of Arizona fans, that's what it felt like to me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not surprised that they went after... Yeah, Rose. <laughs> You're with James. James is right on the same page with you. Uh, Rose, I'm with you. I, I wanted to feel bad for you, Arizona fans. I did. I, I, I get it, right? You finally, after years and years and years and years and years of suck, you finally <laughs> get a guy who brings some light to your program. You finally have a, a respectable season, right? Nine and three, that's respectable. You mean you didn't play in the championship game? Okay, fine. And then you go and you you show out against Oklahoma in a bowl game. Awesome. Great job, everybody. I hope that, that, that this one season keeps you warm at night. Because do not forget, Arizona fans, you are a basketball school. Stick to it. Okay? It was incredible to see the amount of Arizona football fans that came out of the woodwork to talk crap. after I hadn't, I, I hadn't heard from them in 10 years. And all of a sudden, here they are, coming out of nowhere to talk crap. And then, yeah, like a smart businessman, Fish went, you know what? It ain't, it ain't here. It ain't, it ain't going to happen in Arizona. I'm out. So what's your solution? You go and hire a guy f- 
Brett Brennan from San Jose State. I'm sure he's a very nice man. I've never met him. <laughs> His overall record is 34 and 48. Okay? Oh, That's your no. new head coach. That's your new head coach. The best year that he had was the COVID year. Was in 2020. They went 7-1. and one, And in fact, they lost to Arizona in a bowl game. That's their best year. Other than that, trash. Well, here's, so here's congratulations. the reality. It isn't is Fafita staying, their QB, and... I heard their their QB. It's Fafita, and then that yeah. Dang, who's a wide receiver? He was top notch. Yeah, they're both staying as of right now. They they have a, a a podcast that they do together, and I listen to it. And neither one of them have announced that they're leaving um, for selfish reasons. I want them both gone because gosh dang it, they're both tremendous football players. But yeah, as of now, they're they're staying. Um, but here's the reality of the situation: Arizona has no money. They have no yeah, money bad. because we're, we're of broke. whatever whatever was going on at that university and in the athletics department and all of that. So, you know, I get the Arizona fans are so upset that Jed Fish has been going around saying, I'm never leaving. I love it here. <laughs> and honestly, he probably wanted to stay. But in reality, when he goes to the head of his department and says, hey, I've got this offer from Washington. Can you match it? And they literally can't. They have no money. And you're hiring a guy that has a losing record. Can I just jump in there? I heard that it was even more. It wasn't even that. It's that they didn't even want that the the powers that be didn't want to do it. It wasn't just about the money thing. Is that they didn't put football first or however you want to say it. Uh, they didn't like they didn't want to keep Jed Fish around. Yeah, it was more like That's you random. know some schools it's football first and we'll make anything happen. Yeah, with the money, with the player. I mean that's SEC country. If you know if they have their if they want a guy or they have a player, they'll work it out. I heard that it wasn't that with with Fish is that there was the offer out there, but the I don't know administrators powers that be weren't um all in on in for it and they're not all in on the sports like some schools that's what i heard yeah that's interesting hmm. i mean jed fish at washington um i mean i've got respect for the guy i think he's a good coach i obviously he was always very complimentary of whittingham so i think if he if he keeps that model he'll be successful but washington i mean they're losing Everybody, everybody, surprising. I mean, they're all going to the NFL or people are transferring. So I don't know who he's even going to have up there to play on the roster. So I don't know, but Arizona, that's their problem. (laughs) That's their problem. Washington. Good luck in the big 10 Arizona. Uh, We'll see you next year. Arizona back to the basement with you. Back, go 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 back down where you belong. You poked. They your beat us right once here. out of the last ten years or whatever it is. <laughs> In reality, it's just Jedfish didn't want to play Utah next year on the revenge <laughs> game. You know, he he wanted to get out before before like that Jed happened. Fish. But I think um, it's so funny how many people, except for that last players. touchdown. I don't. Whatever. I don't care about that. <laughs> he 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 comes out and so many everybody is going. He said he was going to be here forever. He said he loved okay. it. He said he, he was going to be. I'm just going, what What else is he going to say? Every single, 
head coach in America is going to say that. They'll and say then it. a school is going to come Except to you and offer you $7 million a year, and you're going to go, no, I said on a podcast two days ago that I really like it here in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> Give me a break. All these holier-than-thou people. You know how for $7 million, give me a break. Come on. Come on. James, Have some perspective. Don't you know anything you say on a podcast is binding yeah. by, by law? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, All right, speaking, moving on. Speaking of Washington and the Big Ten, we... Can, so I, say, can I just add one th before you oh. go there, Bryn? Okay. If any, so if there's any Michigan people who happen to be listening, and they probably will listen later... <laughs> but and we alluded to it but does what are what do people think is Harbaugh gone that's my question is Harbaugh oh, yeah. going to go to the NFL or is he staying no he's, he's gone. gone he's gone I think he's yeah, out all, he's gone for all the reasons we we said this last week I just think he's ready he's kind of been ready and I think he doesn't want to deal with all the NCAA crap anymore yeah I mean I I'm with he, you, Bryn. He reached what he needed to do, national championship, and now he's going to go do the NFL thing. Kobe's right. But, I think Mr. Khakis is going to go off into some other – and I don't think it's going to be the Raiders, James. No, they're keeping Pierce. I think they're going to keep Pierce. They should. Um. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, so okay. we – Last week, we recapped the championship <laughs> game, of course, because we would talk about, oh, Amy just said in the chat that it's reported that Harbaugh was in talks to renew his Michigan contract. I don't oh, know. That's just, really? That's just, I'll be shocked if he stays. I'll just say that. I'll be shocked. Yeah. yeah oh, I would Robert too. Mitchell, you're saying Chip Kelly to Michigan if Harbaugh leaves? Wow. No. I don't know about that. Didn't they just Brian renew? Kelly That'd be a mistake. <laughs> yeah. That would be a mistake. I don't think Harbaugh wants – I think the NCAA is still after him. I don't, I don't think he wants yeah. to deal with that crap. No. Um, so we, we talked about the championship game and gave our thoughts and analysis of the game, and we were extremely shocked by the reaction that we received from Michigan fans. So, First of all, we praised Michigan, by the way. We told well, them how great they were. It, in case you missed it, by the way. Right. And I, I actually have some quotes of things that we said. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Gary, do you want me to read the quotes first, or did you want to say your piece before I read some oh. of the quotes that we actually said in the episode? Uh, fill in where you, where you think they need to fill in. Okay. Okay. You'll, you'll know. Uh, so, yeah. Feel free to go back and, and watch the episode. We cut it out of the, the fuller episode. I think it's like 24 minutes long where we actually analyzed the game last week or whatever, whatever it was. <clears throat> and James is right. We were, I don't know, <laughs> extremely positive and gave all the props to Michigan, whatever. Okay. All of us have heard of sore losers. Have you ever heard of sore winners? Okay, that's just kind of putting that out there. So the past three years, so two years ago, here's the, here's, okay, let me frame it like this. Out of Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan, 
whose fan base is the biggest sore losers in our experience? So, sore losers or sore winners? Uh, excuse me. S- edit sore winners. Yes, sore there you winners. Go. Sore winners. So, of Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, whose fan base are the sorest winners? It's weird to say, but okay, here's Two years ago, we played Ohio State, Rose Bowl. Unbelievable game. We got beat. Um, You know, we analyzed that game. We gave props to Ohio State. You know, the C.J. Stroud, uh, he tore us apart. Smith and uh, and Jigba, Harrison, all that stuff. You know, we gave our, if, you know, Cam gets hurt, if Cam doesn't get hurt, what happens? We might have won, whatever. We lost, we gave props, and after that game, Ohio State fans had class. I don't think we had anybody slam us after we analyzed that game that I no, could. It recall. was like ninety-eight percent positive. Very positive. Ohio. Very positive. Yeah. 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 I mean, anyway, okay. Last year we play uh, Penn State in the Rose Bowl, and yeah, we get beat, and then we go to analyze that game. And, of course, their fan base, a lot of people, a lot of Penn State as Ohio State fans want to check us out and see what we have to say. So after that game, we analyzed it. Uh, yeah, and we, we said, who knows, Utah could have won that game. Um, because when Cam got hurt, we, we were only down by seven points, if, if I recall right. Correct. But it didn't. And driving. <clears throat> we gave props to Penn State. Whatever. After the game, they beat us fair and square. Way to go. Uh, we had a, a few guys, you know, trash talk is whatever, but honestly, the majority of the Penn State fans were complimentary and very positive. It was like 90% of Penn okay, State Okay, so fans. it was great. Yeah. Okay. So this year, we don't... Let's bring Michigan in here. No, we don't even play them. <laughs> you know? So we just analyzed the national championship game. And as James just said, we gave all credit, all props, praised Michigan for their win. And Bryn, what do you have? What did we say that, what did we say? Let's just go to there. Here's a few quotes from what we said. The first words out of Gary's (laughs) mouth were, props to Michigan. They deserved to win. They were the better team last night. How dare a couple, you? A couple quotes from James. Michigan was the better team. <laughs> Congrats to Michigan. They were the better team. You said it a few times, actually. A quote from me. Huge credit to Michigan because their defense was just stifling. And those were those were only a few samplings of what we said. Now, yes, we did say Washington didn't play very well. But in the same breath, we also gave credit to Michigan for Washington not playing well. The overall consensus of what we said was that Michigan is a very good team and they were the better team and deserved to win. And you can go back and look and listen to it and see if we were crazy and we were slamming Michigan. Now, full disclosure, we did make a comment about J.J. McCarthy that we thought he was an average, uh, a good average college quarterback. They didn't like that. Um, I stand by that, by the way. I stand by that. But whatever. Um we made comments about Washington was in the game right up until like the mid 
part of the fourth quarter. They were a, th- a throw or two away from tying it or take the lead and that Penix missed the throws. They were, they were anyway, stuff like that. So there were, there were some ifs and analysis, which actually corresponded with some of the so-called national pundits, some of our conclusions, but be that as it may. So Bryn just gave you really what the bottom line of our assessment was, is that Michigan was the team. They were the best team in the country and deserved every bit of that national championship. Okay, so having said all that, somehow, some way, the majority of the Michigan fans who logged on, and there were a lot, slammed us. Can and I here's what they said. Here's what they said. Yes, read us some. Read yeah, us can some. I, can I read you a few of what they said? I've got them right here. Fill in oh, if I don't have them. We're, we were called haters. Somehow, some yeah. way, we were haters. Derelicts. A lot. Yeah. We're derelicts. Haters. We are fools. <laughs> Whiners. We don't know ball. That was my favorite. We don't know ball. Yeah. We don't That's know ball. We have tears. We're crying because a team in our league didn't win. Called us clowns. They thought we had, that we were, that we went along with the, you know, the cheating thing. You know, they stole signs and stuff like that, which all along we we thought that was stupid, more or less. Um, Anything else on that? Do you have anything else written down? One of the comments said that we sound like Ohio State fans. So... I'm pretty sure no Ohio State fan would ever say that Michigan <laughs> deserved to win the game. So that's a stupid comment right there. This is good point um, there. Excellent one, point. One of the comments was, I don't get why they hate Michigan so much. Did we beat them in a bowl game 20 years ago or something? No, in reality, our record against Michigan is 3-1 and one for Utah, by the way. So we've beat you a few times. One of the comments was, people who don't appreciate defense don't understand so you're telling Utah fans that we don't appreciate defense. And then another one was, as a Michigan fan, the tears are delicious. Again, I don't understand how you got that we were crying when we were saying <laughs> that Michigan was the better team. All of this to say, I think the conclusion here is. Before you get there. Go- before you get, Okay. I just want to go back. I read that same comment that we were haters on Michigan, which is stupid. But because we lost to them in the bowl game, yes, we are three and one. Just for just for context, two thousand two, Utah lost ten to seven in the big house to Michigan. Okay. Two thousand eight, wow. Utah back at the big house and we won twenty five twenty three. Twenty fourteen, Utah back at the big house and we won twenty six ten. I was at both those games. Uh, and then in 2015, Michigan, you remember, came to Salt Lake City Rice Eccles, and we beat Michigan there. So just just as a point of emphasis, no, we weren't hating on anybody because Michigan had beat us. We're 3-1 against Michigan. So that's not it at all. In fact, continue, Bryn. <laughs> well, no, I, the conclusion here is that out of Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan, Michigan has the whiniest fan base out of all of you. They're the sorest winners. Somehow they thought that we were hating on them because we said they're the better team. I don't know why they're not just enjoying their national championship, but that's where we are. So congrats to you, Michigan, for being the sorest winners in the Big Ten, the whiniest crybaby fan base. 
All right, let's well, move on. Yeah, just it, we'll send you a trophy. You won. Look, th- here's the point: is you won the national championship. You were the best team, and everybody knows it. We give you props for that. So as fans, enjoy that. You don't need to attack others. Don't taint your football team by being such whiners. That's just some counsel and some advice we give to you. Gordon, All right. I said the whi- I said whiniest fan base in the Big Ten, but now SC is going to be in the Big Ten, so oh, that is shit. that is going to be a competition between those two fan bases. I don't there's, know who's going to come out. I don't know who's going to come out on top with that one. Interesting. <laughs> All right, let's talk about NFL NFL playoffs for this weekend, Wild Card Weekend. Um, some of the games were great. Some of them were meh. I don't wow. know who are, who are you getting behind. Obviously the Bills. Hello, go Bills, go Buffalo next weekend. Beat those Chiefs, please. Well, we haven't seen the Ravens. I think it's. Uh, I still think the Ravens are going to come out of the AFC. Uh, I think in the end it's going to be San Francisco out of the NFC. But yeah, so you're going, you're going Ravens Niners Super Bowl. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Now. Please, though, yes. The Chiefs and the Chiefs' queendom, they have to go to Buffalo for the first time in their in Mahomes' era to go on a road game. And it's going to be Isn't free- that crazy. That is so insane. I, come it's on. so insane. Nobody outside of the queendom can be cheering for the, no. for the Chiefs. I mean, everybody in this chat, unless you're a Kansas City longtime fan, has got to be sick of them. We want them out. I don't know. The games were kind of boring, most of them, right? They were kind of they were they weren't entertaining games, which was too bad because a lot of times, wild card weekend is the is the best weekend. There were a couple that that were entertaining towards the end. I the the Lions game that was awesome. I was cheering for the Lions, man. That was that was exciting. But uh, I don't know. Outside of that, some blowouts. It was great seeing Dallas lose. Anytime Dallas loses, Jordan Love, man. Especially, holy cow, Jordan Love. All uh, holy smokes. He looked unbelievable. So my, the one thing I'll say, Gary, usually a, a team that has that first round buy like the Ravens do, they can come out flat. It doesn't look great. But I think they have going up against the Texans in that first round at home. I think that they'll be able to get their stride. They're dangerous. I think Ravens versus the Bills in the AFC championship game would be so, would be so fun. And then, yeah, obviously the Kincaid story, man, I love seeing it. Love seeing a Utah guy go out there and succeed. So hopefully this weekend's a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it was all right. Well, Not yeah. A, a so Gary Singer. <laughs> you live in Kansas City. Are you a Chiefs fan? <laughs> oh, dude. Sorry. We can't confess, get behind that. Confess thy sin. Are you a Chiefs fan? <laughs> no, Kincaid catching a touchdown in the playoffs. That I mean, was awesome. And let's hope that he does it again this weekend. It's still, it really just blows my mind that Mahomes has not had to play a playoff game away. Like nope. how it's just ridiculous. I hope that it snows five more feet in Buffalo so that that's the conditions they have to play in. I'm cheering for the Lions because I just, yeah, it, it not gonna happen. so much hope as a Raiders fan to have this team that has not been good in so long that you guys, it can happen. Maybe it'll happen someday for the Raiders again. Who knows? 
it would be an amazing story. And Gary Singer is a Kansas City Chiefs oh, fan. Man. Hold on. I apologize. The Lions, the Lions play Tampa Bay. Okay. That's very winnable for the That's Lions. That's winnable. At home, by the way. That's so winnable. That is a – the Lions have a great shot at going to the NFC Championship game. That would be, be so, so cool. cool. That would be so cool. I used to have the coolest Lions hat. It was so cool. And then some crackhead broke into my apartment and stole it. And I'm really bummed about it because I don't have it anymore. So well, You lived in awesome. Detroit. You can't just it's true. put that out there and say. Yeah. For everybody, I did live in Detroit, and I had the coolest Lions hat. It was it was awesome. And then some crackhead broke into our apartment. He broke in through a window. I'm not even joking. It was like this big. <laughs> and he stole all our stuff. He stole our laundry detergent. Uh, he stole my shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> he stole he stole my alarm clock. He stole the weirdest stuff, and then he stole my lion's hat, which was really sad. Didn't you see him um, wearing that? Or you saw? No. He's... Yeah, actually, fun. Okay, so he stole it. I had a a long sleeve University of Utah football T-shirt, right? And uh, I was walking down the street like two weeks later, and this guy's walking towards me, and he's wearing my long sleeve shirt. <laughs> it says Utah football, and my brain, you know, it just went, "Hey, I have that same shirt." <laughs> is what my and then it clicked and I went ah that's the guy that broke into my apartment yep all right have a good day it's sir. all yours you man it's all walking. yours it's all you man <laughs> <laughs> yep oh man yep oh well, well I don't know who's I mean I I don't want I can't make my pick now but yeah Jordan Love it, it's so fun to see it's fun to see and I mean yeah. it's even fun to see CJ Stroud doing well with the Texans too because. I have respect for him playing him in the Rose Bowl. And so it's it's cool to see these younger guys doing well. And it's always great to see Dallas get just absolutely destroyed and watching their fans just like mass. Jerry Jones. I like watching stadium. Jerry Jones freaking out. You notice everybody, here's the thing. There's Dallas fans around on the chat, but I've noticed that let's get rid of, of Dak Prescott. It's uh, McCarthy's fault. It's the OC's fault. Da 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 da. It was Romo's fault. It's everybody's fault that they haven't won anything in 25 years. Well, there's only one. No one ever says who's the one constant. It's Jerry. It's true. It's Jerry Jones. He's the yeah. GM. So you want to get rid of everybody else, but no one ever talks about. Well, he's at the top of the pyramid and he's very involved. So you know what? Maybe. Maybe he needs to get out of the way. There you go. It is it is really weird how, like, after the game, he's standing there taking questions from reporters. I mean, he's surrounded by reporters taking questions. What other owner does that? There's no other owner. I mean, as weird as Mark Davis is, there's no reporters <laughs> around Mark Davis asking him questions after his team loses a game, and they lose a, enough games that they could ask him questions. It is weird. He is way too involved. It is it's bizarre, but, man, I loved it. I love seeing Jordan Love just shred them. It was, he looked, he looked like a freaking all pro Hall of Fame quarterback. It was great. I, you know, I was very disappointed with the Eagles. That was that, strange. Yeah. Like, what, what is going on over there? Why that last half of their season just, and you're playing, I mean, how did Tampa Bay even make it in to the playoffs? <laughs> They're what, like, nine and eight or something crazy like that i don't know that was disappointing but um and jason kelsey i think he said he's retiring yeah he he's done that today 
So that was disappointing, obviously, to see Covey out. But I don't know. Go Bills next week for sure. So Gary Singer, I uh, missed someone else who lived in in uh, Kansas City or ne- near Kansas City. But honestly, please, please be honest with me now. Please. You can't tell me that you like seeing what's-her-face all the time. Oh, gall. Oh, gall. Why do we got to I didn't say it. I didn't it say off. it, but everyone yes. knows who I'm talking about. What do you mean you didn't say it? You just said I said, it. what's-her-face? But th- is, isn't that... Even the Chiefs fans can't like that. Bryn, Bryn, you, let's... Yeah, Bryn, yeah. Brittany Mahomes, yeah. Yeah, her. That's oh, rude. <laughs> yeah, right. What, Gary, you don't like seeing her dancing and up there in the window with the fog and she can't see through? And uh, oh, yeah, no, 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 no I don't. It's so horrible that she can't see. Foot, if you like football, you don't want to see field. that. <laughs> Come on, Josh Allen. You're our only hope. Uh... All right, well, All right. I don't it? know if there's going to be a ton more breaking news. There Hopefully will be. Hopefully <laughs> not this week. Hopefully things slow down a little bit. But, man, it's been quite a week, and this college football season is going to look so different with just all these different changes and Alabama not having Saban on the sidelines. is going to be so weird. But, sadly, we have to wait all the way until August for that to happen. Yes, Amy, she is tired of – What's her face? <laughs> oh no, yeah. Gary Singer likes Taylor. She's overrated. Do you think so? Sorry. <laughs> no. No. Do you think let's, she's overrated let's, let's, uh, or that she's beautiful? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I go back all and right. forth on her. I can't figure it out. But, anyways, all right, let's get out of here before we get way down in the weeds. Go, Utes, okay. everybody. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Texas Mike, thanks for coming late. Yeah, we already talked about all that stuff, buddy. So go Check back it and out. listen to it. Uh, you got to go back, Texas Mike. You were too late. And Steve, I did see your comment. Good to see you, buddy. Jay Garwood, thanks. Keep checking us out. We'll talk. We'll talk, Washington. Make sure you subscribe, like, give us a super thanks. Go you.